Welcome to You're Grounded. I think language, communication, and translating thoughts to one another through our own perceived experiences is one of our greatest gifts and tools as human beings. Join us every episode and eavesdrop on what we're connecting on, and hopefully our chats can inspire you and your friends' conversations, and at the very least, make you feel more grounded. I'm so grateful to share this conversation with you. Well, we're back. We have someone I just feel so blessed to have in the room because she is Miss Miss International, Mr. Worldwide, Miss <laughs> <Ms>. Worldwide, <laughs> and she happens to be back in town visiting. So without further ado, Shelby is on the podcast today. Hello. Woo! This is crazy. I'm Already. so happy. Like <laughs> We're just having the funniest little giddy conversation as usual, but Shelby is... Someone who I'm so excited for you guys to hear from today because she is someone that's near and dear to my heart. We've been friends now for about seven years, we discovered. Every time mm-hmm. I do a podcast, I'm like, okay, how long have we known each other? Know, and it never ceases that. to amaze me. Yeah. I'm like, how has it already been seven, seven years? years. Um, and Shelby and I met here in Arizona. Mm-hmm. We met through one of our mutual friends, Ashley. Yep, yep. And that was about seven years ago. And you are from Arizona. I am, yeah. And she's lived multiple places. Most of our friendship, she has not lived in Arizona. So that's kind of the irony there is I have several friends like that where I meet them and then it's almost like, or I lived where they lived and then they move away and our friendship gets even better. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. Mm -hmm. But what I'm trying to say is distance is not a factor for us. No, it is not. (laughs) We've just gotten closer over time. I know. I'm so grateful for you. You are now with your husband who I know you pre-husband and now (laughs) post. It's like so crazy to know you married. It's so weird to be like, my... Husband. husband oh my gosh and yeah. you guys live in japan right now we do yeah northern japan the city is called misawa misawa yeah. air base yes um so it's like nine hours north of tokyo so we are on a and how long to get back to arizona <sighs> um if you leave out of seattle that's usually the best because it's only about going back it's about nine hours nine to ten hours Dang. but then when you include like if you have layovers or you're laying yeah. over you have to wait in tokyo or getting to seattle yeah like a, it's usually almost a full day of traveling Dang. but the flight actually it's not that bad i mean it depends if you're like yeah if you're flying from like the middle of the country then it's an extra yeah. three you know out of <laughs> we're Detroit. lucky we're already on the west coast yeah. no it, yeah. it's it's really not that bad though i think people sometimes tr- it yeah, my mom will be sometimes like, oh my gosh, it's a 24-hour flight. I'm like, no, it's not. There's literally no flights in the world that are 24 hours. Not even Dubai. Like, it's not even that serious. Also, but Shelby would know she was a flight attendant. I was, so I was. she was, you Don't know. worry, I'll always. I never missed a chance to tell people I was a flight attendant. <laughs> Living in my glory it's days so forever. It. It's like, I'm vegan. I'm a flight attendant. It's like I used things. to do CrossFit. <laughs> Thank you. True story. Thank you. Um, so yeah. So there we are. But I'm glad that you're here right now. You're just Me back too. in town for your birthday. My birthday. Just a couple things, but I'm so grateful for any time that you're back in Arizona oh and I gosh. get to see you. I am so grateful to be here. I know we've talked about it so much, but Yay. I just, I, now I have to state it for the record that yes. I'm just, as everybody else on your podcast before has been, I'm just so proud of you. Thank so you. So proud. It's actually so real to be sitting here when we talked about it so much and I always knew this day would come I mean not me being on the podcast (laughs) but (laughs) 
<laughs> that too. But this, I always knew. Like, it's just, this is truly your calling. And it's just really beautiful too. It's okay. We will, we'll save the emotion for later. Oh my God, no. <laughs> but I am. I'm so proud, as is Thank everybody you. else. So this is great. Thank I'll try you. to shake the nervous jitters. Oh, I know. I'm like, I'm nervous. <laughs> I just like, whenever people are complimenting me, I'm like, I'm probably turning bright red because I just get so like, it never gets Thank old you. slash, oh. not old, like it's happened so many times, but I just mean I'm all forever be yeah cherishing those words because I know when they're coming from especially people I know how much it's like sentimental well I think that's why people well now I'm gonna go into just like a huge like why people love Becca you know but (laughs) no I think that's why I think I think you're just so genuine and I think when people you know it started when people start to receive compliments and they're not it feels like oh just like oh I get that all the time like thank you like I think what people are so drawn to and one of the reasons I love you is that you were like even if you've heard it a thousand times you act like it's the first time you've ever heard it and it just like you take it so much to heart and it's just beautiful it's because it feels like it's the first time but that's good that's like the best part about it I'm just so affected by other people's power and Mm -hmm. words Mm -hmm. and like positivity and it just oozes right into me so I I can fully feel it coming from you so yes. thank you so much oh my gosh of course of thank course you. one big love circle big jerk love circle. <laughs> just a big giant just a giant one this is actually a podcast about us just like love it. how much we love each other let's talk about our emotions how much we love each yes. other we're pouring and pouring and spilling over yes. run us over um i'm just like ugh, this is the hardest part for me every time i'm like i just love you okay let's talk serious so <laughs> something that we we've talked about so many things mm-hmm. under the sun in our know. time knowing each other mm-hmm. and so many challenging concepts we'll we'll ask really crazy deep philosophical questions to each other and just see how each other wants to respond like mm-hmm. what do you think of this what do you think about that like what would you do if this or we always are also one of my favorite things about you specifically as a friend is like we always play devil's advocate mm-hmm. it's not a game called devil's advocate <laughs> I just mean Playing devil's advocate. Also great bar. Shout out. <laughs> Younger college years, Tempe. Thank Sponsor you. Us. We got a, we got an alumni here, but yes. I feel like we always are trying to gain perspective through one another mm-hmm. in life mm-hmm. or this is what I'm going through. Like, what do you think? Like gaining each other's perspective on things and always thinking about like, oh, if we're going through something, like what is the other person probably yeah. thinking and trying to dissect and digest things mm-hmm. together. I mm-hmm. think that you love to get into that nitty gritty with oh my me gosh. and that's why I'm so that's grateful so, for you. I think that's another reason why we bond. So, and I just yeah. naturally gravitate towards people like that want to just bear their emotion and their vulnerability yes. because to me, that's like the greatest honor yes. you could get. Like everybody, it's going to be different. But for me, if you're willing to like show me your emotion, that's like gold. If you're willing yeah. to talk about like really deep things, even right off the bat. And I realize that not everybody's like that. I right. I'm like, people off I'm a first. Scorpio. So I'll ask for your deepest <laughs> secret. The first five minutes no, of knowing you. I'm like, so what are your deepest fears? Yeah. <laughs> I literally, I remember asking Evan that we had been dating for like maybe like a few weeks and I was like so like what are the like I want to know your skeletons in the closet what are they and he was like I don't really know you that well like I (laughs) we're not gonna go there and I honestly it was a little I had never had someone actually tell me that yeah and it was off-putting and I remember thinking like I don't know if this is at first I was kind of like no what like nobody's ever told me yeah like you hadn't been rejected in that way like what the heck why wouldn't you tell me now I look back and I'm like I actually found myself loving that about him that he wasn't 
so free with that and just mm. giving it to any being like emotionally yeah. slutty with me <laughs> i love that emotionally thing i think i got that from like a sex in the city quote yes, honestly yes. uh i wish i could take credit for it <laughs> but really i mean that was one thing that i was like okay wow everybody operates differently and so yeah. i appreciated him you know kind of guarding that a little bit making me he made me work for it you know he made me like it wasn't something and that's the trick to marrying mm-hmm. shelby you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Makes me work we for it. Know the secret. <laughs> Secret's out. I'm like, that's what it was. I love but that. Yeah. And I even love that one interaction you've had, mm-hmm. if he was your husband or someone else, just mm-hmm. anyone in your life. Like, mm-hmm. I love that you had that interaction. Mm-hmm. And that was like your takeaway from it was, huh, everyone's going to open up at different ways and mm-hmm. different times. Like, that wasn't something that maybe had reflected to you until you were challenged. And I love I'm that that was lie. your takeaway. It, 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 I think it took me <clears throat> being like, it was hindsight. It wasn't right away. When he first said that, I was very much like off put. I, I was. Yeah. I was kind of like, did I do something wrong? This is right. really weird. The, the mood kind of changed. Right. And um, it, it took me, I think, digesting it mm-hmm. and kind of moving along. And then we kind of discussed it a little bit more. Not yeah. He still didn't tell me his skeletons in the closet until <laughs> after. But um, <laughs> just, yeah, it, it took a while for me to process what that meant. So just like yeah. understanding his style of of being emotional yeah. he's definitely speaking of being grounded he's definitely the grounded one in our relationship oh, I love I am, that. i'm sure you ground him in other ways you gotta I give yourself so. more credit sometimes i just feel like a i, I don't even a plastic bag floating in the wind <laughs> <laughs> Katy perry same girl right? same I'm like, literally Whoop. same i'm like my, my podcast name exactly. is you're grounded am mm-hmm. i always grounded we're doing our mm-hmm. best but yeah but i love that that is such a special interaction and i feel like being able to have those takeaways and that self-awareness, that emotional intelligence, like all those things mm-hmm. that you just were constantly all collecting in little breadcrumbs mm-hmm. through a whole life. It's just mm-hmm. little pieces here and there of how yeah. we're all in the human experience together, but we also all navigate it so differently and uniquely. And that's mm-hmm. so beautiful, but something that we can all, we can talk about any emotion and how we all process it, process it all differently or mm-hmm. what makes us spike different emotions and this, that, and the other. But mm-hmm. something Shelby asked me literally even today, mm-hmm. literally today, we were like at lunch, you were like, what do you, let me ask you this question. I like asking people this question. Mm-hmm. And it was, what, how would you define happiness? Yes. What is happiness? I'm like, this is just casual lunch conversation you, for us. But it is. And then we were like, we should do this for the podcast because yeah. we kind of had an idea. And, and then it was like, wait, this is so organically happening. Let's mm-hmm. let's just stop now and mm-hmm. answer it together yeah. on the mic. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Because, gosh, I feel like happiness can be, it, everybody knows, it's such a broad thing. Is it a state of being? Is it an action? Is it a vert? Whatever. It could be so many different things. And I find it so interesting that like some people you ask what is happiness and they're like, they give you examples of things or they give you an idea of something mm-hmm. or maybe it's fleeting. Maybe they, it's something they're trying to achieve. Right. But yeah. So what, what is, yes. what do you think yours is? Yes. No. And there's, and that's, it's just like my questions I asked at the end of the show. Like mm-hmm. there's no wrong answer, mm-hmm. but that's why I also feel like people love to put, <laughs> okay. Side small tangent before I answer. Oh my God. Yes. Got you on the edge of your seat here. But <laughs> small tangent is Sam and I, um, Sam, girl Sam, who mm-hmm. I had on my first couple episodes, if you rewind and watch back those, but Sam, that Sam and I love to play this game that we got from her coworker, Sophie, and Sophie loves to play the top and bottom 1% game. Ooh. Shout out Sophie, because oh. you really opened my world when you did this. I'm liking this. And so like, 
it's a really fun icebreaker slash yeah. just like even not with people you just met people you know for a really long time yeah and it's like we're not gonna do, play the oh, game wait, right I'm, now but no, i'll just I tell you excited. how this relates yeah, to your yeah. question is like you asking people like what they think they're in the top one percent of in the huh. population and what they think they're in the bottom one percent of in the population so go ahead and steal this just like i did from oh, sophie yeah. with your friends at home but it's a really 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 fun and unique question and yeah. something most people haven't put thought into I love and I'm that. still working on my bottom one percent answer. And oh my god, that was the least humble thing I've ever said. But I'll explain is because <laughs> like, it's like listen. it's really easy for people to be like, oh, I, I know my strengths, yes. but it's harder for people to admit what they might not be yeah. good at. But genuinely, I'm still working on it because my answer to yeah. that is answering on the spot on the spot mm. questions. And I'm very self assured, and I know things about myself really well. But for some reason, when people are like, "What's a fun fact?" or like, oh, yeah. "What's a this about?" I like my mind could not be a more empty yeah. hole with a tumbleweed blowing yeah, through exa- it or like uh, who's your celebrity crush but that's why i'm still working <laughs> on my answer is because i never know the answer to like on the spot yeah. questions it feels like i mean yeah. i'm sure i've answered some questions before but i really struggle with being on the spot but i'm also like that's not that uncommon so what no. can be what can i actually be in the bottom one percent of in the whole population so yeah. because it's an on-the-spot question i'm still thinking of a really good answer <laughs> a really unique answer because it could be something funny like yeah, it, mine's math yeah <laughs> also me but also i'm sure there's someone who's also way worse so that's why it's a hard question yeah. is because like you could be like oh i'm really bad at this but it's like but are you in the bottom one percent not just the bottom 50 so it's not hypothetical it'd be like it, if we actually took a test exactly so that's it's a hard and great question. So my tangent, long story short, is when you ask like, what is happiness to you? It's like, like you, like you get nervous because you think like, Oh my God, I'm going to answer wrong. And it's that natural, natural defense mechanism of like on just on the spot question is like, Oh my God, I will never think of an answer that's good enough or I'll regret my answer because I'll think of something better later. Yes. So I'm working on that. So if you're at home feeling the same way, you're not alone. Mm -hmm. Um, But also good for you guys who just know right right away at the snap of a finger answer to every question. Or it could, I mean, yeah, it could always be changing. Always be. It is. That We are always changing. This is going to lead me into a tangent, (laughs) but I strongly feel, you know, I used to think people can never change and I don't believe that. And it couldn't be, couldn't be less true on this earth. From the moment we were born, we are evolutionary beings. We are constantly evolving, constantly absorbing different things, emotionally. Like I do think you can change. So your answers can always change just because you thought it one day doesn't mean it's okay to change change your your answer. And it's not even like changing your opinion because you desire to be something different than what you are it's life is going to affect you Mm -hmm. the reason everybody has their beliefs is because of imprints along their timeline that have gotten them to that belief that's either completely confirmed Mm -hmm. and cemented those beliefs or it's completely swayed and adjust their beliefs because of drastic experiences Mm -hmm. or little experiences every day Mm -hmm. that add up to a certain belief so those are the things that make me evolutionary of being Mm -hmm. is yes naturally like even subconsciously we'll all be changing our beliefs on Mm -hmm. something minor something major in our lifetime Mm -hmm. because of just living and experiencing life floating along like Mm -hmm. little beings but you also if you're someone who believes in higher thinking or someone who is really embracing being evolutionary Mm -hmm. is cognitively like consciously Mm -hmm. making effort to educate your something on something new or gain different perspective 
I love challenging perspectives in, yeah. in every topic under the sun and just like learning what makes us all tick or how they gained that perspective yes. of, of, over their lifetime. Or be, I just love the thing, like be the dumbest person in the room. You should always yes. be the dumbest person you in should the room. Never, you don't want to be the smartest no. because then you'll never learn anything. You're only teaching, which teaching is important. We all need to learn from somebody. Exactly. But you need to be active in placing yourself in perspectives exactly. that are challenging and rooms where people know more about yes. a topic than you do. And I think to play into the whole like we're constantly evolving, like we don't have to be committed to one idea just because we used to be so you know convicted or uh, these huge dedicated beliefs doesn't mean that we need to stick with that all the time and that kind of leads me into what I know I kind of keep talking about how much I love my husband and Evan but he has played such a crucial role in like helping myself develop helping me develop as a person and one thing I've I've just taken away from him so much that I try to learn from every day and I'm getting better along with patience but that would be that like you don't always have to have an opinion Mm. like having an opinion is so catchy these days and I find myself like I'm a very emotional person and I am very opinionated and it's harder for me to not be opinionated Mm. but just like it's okay to be like I don't know enough about this subject or I don't really have enough whatever feelings on it like I'm just gonna sit this one out and like observe and yeah that's something that just I absorb do. yeah just absorb yeah. or come back to or listen just listen to yeah. what the other person's saying not you know? be projecting outwardly just taking inwardly on something exactly yeah because it's almost like and I fully hear that like you know silence is negligence or this that and the other mm-hmm. but because everyone has social media to put outwardly mm-hmm. it's almost ingrained in our culture that like we need to speak on everything and like I, although I do think that is very valuable and mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. need to be spoken on absolutely to educate right yeah so that's like yeah. an educational it's like space. a catch 22 sometimes yeah but that's so interesting yeah but happiness is <laughs> happiness is <laughs> so wrangle it back out we can wrangle it back in wrangling it back to what is happiness mm-hmm. and I told you because like I, I, I prefaced my answer, which is something I do all the time because it's so hard for me to stick to on the spot. But I preface my answer by saying, well, I could say a million things to what is happiness. That's mm-hmm. what I said. But I yeah. said if I had to be summative because I was getting the energy that I needed to be like a sentence, not an <laughs> hour long TED talk. You know, I'd be fine with that. <laughs> but I said happiness, if I could like just right off the top of my dome say is eliminating stressors Mm -hmm. and now i'll elaborate on that because that's where we cut off the conversation was like wait let's save yeah let's let's save save this yeah we gotta save this good good this good juiciness but i said eliminating stressors and to me happiness and i love the point you said that bantered like tennis match right back Mm -hmm. off of that was you know happiness is a fleeting state of mind Mm -hmm. as is every emotion it's the human experience that's mm-hmm. something I've talked about on this podcast it's not a new concept but like every emotion is a constant roller coaster not even just immediate ups and downs sometimes it's up 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 down down up down yep. up, up, up. Yep. but it's every single emotion is fleeting nor can anyone be happy all the time that's not our goal I don't mm-hmm. want people to be seeking happiness exactly. as a chronic state exactly but for me the what reason I answered the way I did was even though I allow all feelings and emotion, one of which is stress, mm-hmm. stress is also something that is very manipulated in our own minds. We have to have the acknowledgement that we bring on most stress in our life. Yeah. What stresses us out? Something outside of us, right? Mm-hmm. Most of the time. Mm-hmm. But when we peel back that layer of like, oh, like I got in an accident or oh, yeah. like 
I have this deadline or oh, like thinking of just very general stressing events. Okay. Those things are factors. Mm-hmm. You're allowing them to stress you out. Mm-hmm. And I've talked about this, like on the episode with my coach, like, yep. you know, you are fully in control of what is happening to you in your life. Good, bad, and different. Yeah. And what you allow it to internalize yes. in your body. It's part of the human experience to feel stress because mm-hmm. that is also a human motivating factor yeah. to do something and try to get rid of that not so comfy feeling, mm-hmm. but it's also natural. Yeah. So it's not like you should be like, I am above no. all, like nothing will ever stress me out. That's not the goal. The goal is to be like, okay, like I'm feeling stressed yeah. and managing that. Yeah. So to me, that's happiness because happiness is eliminating stressors. Mm-hmm. So you will gain more happiness in theory, it's yeah. not that always this simple, but you will gain more happiness by eliminating what thing, you allow things yeah. to stress you out as much. Because yeah. it doesn't need to be no, a, an extreme level for anyone. I feel like stress is also, I mean, every negative emotion is a necessary evil. 100%. You know, like, how could it's we? the human experience. Exactly, the human <laughs> experience. Like, we don't know how high the high can be without the lowest of lows. Like, we, we need the dichotomy the yes. of these emotions. Yes. And so... I love, though, that you you realize that, like, your perception is reality. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, like, you choose what you're going to allow stress you out. I don't know if you're the same way as I am with stress, but, like, as soon as I think of, like, one big thing, like, it will take, like, one thing, yeah. and then I just snowball. Mm. And I'm like, oh, well, this happened, and, oh, well, now I have to do this later. Oh, my gosh. And then Otherwise I Otherwise known as spiraling. Yes. <laughs> And I feel like so that's, you stress spiral sometimes. Oh my gosh, I think that's the most overwhelming thing about yeah. stress or just like yeah, problems in general. Yeah. It's not just like one singular thing. Usually, yeah. it becomes like this bigger effect, and then it just becomes overwhelming. It's hard to compartmentalize what is reality yeah. versus your brain wanting to latch yes. it on to all these other reasons of why you're stressed. It's yeah. like okay, let's let's focus and compartmentalize one thing because yeah. you can't solve everything the world's problems at once what can i manage in this moment yeah what what can i control in this moment right now um this also again i'm going to keep saying this plays into but it's so funny how our conversations i love how beautifully they just start to intertwine with each other but procrastination right and i feel like i'm already in this conversation uncovering a lot of the times why i procrastinate Mm -hmm. because i get overwhelmed i spiral the Mm -hmm. stressors spiral me and i'm like you know what it stresses me out so much. I just rather not deal with it. And this is a very common trend I find in a lot of my friendships mm-hmm. is probably because we're all similarly actively mm-hmm. subconsciously minded <laughs> in Enneagram <laughs> drop. Um, but with a lot of my friends, you know, we have ADHD or we are just in the brain process space, however you want to label it, mm-hmm. of it's procrastination paralyzation. Mm, yes. To where that spiral, you, it's not just like, Oh, I have to do this little thing that I know will take 15 or 20 or 30 minutes, mm-hmm. but I'm going to put it off for seven oh. weeks because I, you can, you can literally bury that one action so deeply, maybe even yes. longer than seven weeks, but seven days, seven hours, whatever it is, but it truly can spiral because instead of completing that mm. one small ta- task, you're paralyzed to do anything about it at all instead of chip away at it. And that's like, it's, it's truly something that is so common. Because I feel like every time, yeah, like most of the time when I'm I go like, to I need to get a psychologist thing, on here I know, to help, I really like know. scientifically digest Isn't that. Isn't that fascinating though? Yeah. Because this is, yeah, I feel like I know not everybody's like this and it's impressive that people are able to just like deal with things head on. Yeah. My husband again. Congrats. <laughs> but I'm 
like there's reasons I put things off because I feel like there's some tasks like I will start them and then in order to complete one task you find yourself jumping through like little tiny holes like these little tiny hoops you know and you're like and then you're like, well, this is why I didn't want to do it because I just it turned, one thing turned yes. into 17, like making mm-hmm. a phone call to insurance or something like that. And it's like you get put on hold and then they've got to. Tr- oh, you should have called this number. And like and then you got to wait on hold. It's like yeah, you I'm just remember to those things and you're task. like, this is why I don't do this. Yeah. Or as simple as like creating content for social media, yes. even for me with the podcast, you know, it's not just like my organic personal page. It's something that I have to kind of compile and make cohesive mm-hmm. and make sure it's getting across certain points or I'm like, I have these ideas, but actually you know, executing them is a mm-hmm. whole nother step. And for me, this, that one specific scenario, it doesn't, it's not all encapsulating, but that specific scenario is like, Oh, I don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. So instead of taking the steps to Ugh. like learn, I'd rather just put it off, put it off, put yes. it off until I'm like, okay, I guess today's the day where I feel motivated enough to try or I'm not self-sabotaging enough today yeah. to like actually You're try like, and okay, learn and fail. You're like, okay, I've had enough coffee. But I'm in a great headspace. We're going to yes, try. Yes. <laughs> but my coach and I even talked about this too was even me delaying or procrastinating the process of even just producing a whole podcast was, okay, list out all the things you need, you know you need to do. Because mm-hmm. we hold so much brain space with yeah. tasks. Mm-hmm. And for me, so it's not like a life lesson on how to be productive, but yeah, no, you know, great. just list forming is really, really helpful for me because I think I have all these things, but as soon as I write them down, I'm like, oh, it's oh. like a weight off my shoulders because I don't have to like think about 75 yes. plates spinning in my head. I can just have it saved I love somewhere. that you say that because no, I really, I never used to be like, oh, a big list, per- list. Oh, people, yeah. some people love lists. Good for you. That's great. I didn't yes. really think I liked them, but it really the piece it brings me to write something just on and my notes. And then you don't have phone. to have any brain space for and it. And then I literally just go down the list. I'm like, yep. Okay, okay, check. And then there is like some, you're like, oh, wow, that did actually feel really good. Yeah. And I try to and remember the, that. Is though. it the dopamine or whatever brain yes. chemical of like crossing things off? Yes. So she helped me like just making the list of like actually facing my fear of like, what do you actually have to get done? Mm-hmm. And that's like the fear. So that's what I'm saying. The word fear is mm-hmm. in our brain because we're like, I have this one little task but I'm afraid to try and fail. Mm -hmm. That's the reality of most procrastination situations is we like to like instinctually call it laziness, Mm -hmm. but there's actually usually something deeper Mm -hmm. as to why we're not creating action. And that fear stems from when you have that part of the human experience and having like a negative emotion, like fear, your brain will do everything to like avoid that. Mm -hmm. So subconsciously it just surface level says, Oh, you don't need to do that right now. Mm -hmm. When in reality it's like, no, you don't want to do it because there's a f- chance that it won't feel yeah, good. And your brain wants you to make you only feel good, not feel bad. Yeah. No one would voluntarily go into a space where they're going to fail. Yeah. So it's, it's typically that is it's usually just, you know, the paralyzation comes from inaction of not wanting to fail. Mm-hmm. So that's like a very interesting thought concept too. But nobody that. also wants to digest and swallow the pill. Like, yeah, I'm afraid. It's like, no, yeah. I just don't want to do it right now. Yeah. Like I'm not afraid which, to which, fold which laundry. Is a, yeah. Which is a great experience. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. Cause it's a great <laughs> excuse. But something I hate like, folding and, and laundry. That's, that's, which is great. Why would you bring it up? Because that's obviously not a fear-based procrastination, but bigger things in life sometimes are but yeah, yeah also but that's why we like to lump sum it all together <laughs> yeah. as like i'm not going to start a podcast just like i'm not going to yeah. fold my clothes I right don't now need to create another yeah. post for my running page but like, you're usually fine. putting off the laundry yeah. because you know you can use it as an excuse to do that mm-hmm. over something more important yes. later 
Oh my gosh, that's so true. Let's call ourselves out. Let's just do it. You know what? We need to just buck It's up. like, oh, that'll be like a fun activity at some point that I'll be able to avoid a non-fun activity with, you yes. know? It's like, that's the subconscious of like procrastinating it other is. stuff. And then in reality, sometimes we're all just busy and don't have time to do things. See, so. this is the beauty of these conversations is just like the... Yeah, relatability. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, I honestly, sometimes, maybe, maybe I've just never had an original thought in my life. <laughs> Me, who also has a podcast, I'm like, all my yeah, thoughts my are 1%. original. <laughs> I've never Thank had an original you. thought. Thank like, you. we collectively all have these experiences, yes. but, like, I honestly never would have known, that, like, I mean, sure, I've, I know other people like this, but, like, to this, ma- this capacity, yes. or this capacity of, like, being a master procrastinator and I don't know I know that not everybody is procrastinating to the extent that we might yeah I'm not saying that we're horrible people but I know that there are other people out there like what like I can't like why not just do it like it's not that big of a deal it's not that hard it's like oh my gosh it weighs on you and that's why it's such a stressor and that's why we would just be happier if we didn't have (laughs) if we all just killed Caesar (laughs) (laughs) We would all just be happier if we didn't have stressors. Yeah. But I love that you're like, you're giving ways. We're, we're finding the emotion behind it. Yes. Right. It's not just like, okay, well this is why, like let's, let's dig deeper. Let's find the emotion, the why behind it, because that's how you're that's able to really, unpa- it is. When you aren't afraid to be like, why am I feeling this yeah. way? Good, bad, or indifferent. Again, yeah. it doesn't matter the emotion. Mm-hmm. I think it's definitely like if you wanted to prioritize them, I think it's, obviously more important to understand why things make Mm -hmm. you upset so Mm -hmm. you can understand how you can manage them Mm -hmm. you don't need to manage an overflow of happiness that's Mm -hmm. great like allow that to flow in and we need to bring grace to when those moments do come and be grateful for them but managing and understanding the why of like it's also important I guess I'm contradicting myself because it's also important to know why you feel happy about things to know the things that you like and feed into those yeah but you really need to be not afraid to face your internal demons and be like, why is this triggering to me? Mm-hmm. That's something I posted on my story today. Mm-hmm. It was like, why though? Like, why are you feeling triggered? But why That's though? Why exactly? Like you need to know why you need to heal. Yeah. Cause if you don't, you'll never, you'll never grow. You'll no. never have growth. You'll never have healing. You'll never have more peace of mind. Mm-hmm. All of those keys are within mm-hmm. your own pocket and you're mm-hmm. not even utilizing them. Yeah. So let me ask you, feel like I'm taking a seat here. I'm sorry. This is Becca's podcast. I'm asking questions now. Um, what does make you happy? Ooh, gosh, a lot of things. <laughs> Every kind of food ever. Let's be honest. You could start a food podcast too, I honestly. Or food. You're so, oh, such a great foodie. Thank you. Thank you. I, know, I said I know because I just like love to eat. No, you're so good. Like, no, but you like, you're not just like a generic, like I love Chick-fil-A, which Chick-fil-A is good. Chick-fil-A iconic like, makes me happy. <laughs> Raisin Cane's more so. Raisin Cane's more. But like, no, you really, you always, you do the deep, deep dig. You oh, know the places. Thank you. You know the places. I can't so. wait to come to Japan and eat oh, everywhere my. with you. You know those places. <gasps> Bucket list. Oh, don't get me started. But every like deep conversations like this is what allows me to know that I'm in my flow Mm. is connecting with people, friends, strangers. It doesn't matter. Connection Mm -hmm. with humans is number one. That's why I'm pursuing this as a career is because I know that's exactly what makes me the happiest. And I think, I hope anyone who's listening to this is like, yeah, same. Like, yes. And that's what makes us no different than one another. Mm -hmm. We are all so much more like we don't want pain. We don't want misery. We don't want grief. We want, and desire like our bodies and brains are built the way they are because of our brain chemistries Mm -hmm. and like we all desire to be feeling quote-unquote 
good emotions more than bad. So mm-hmm. like that's what makes us all human and all similar and mm-hmm. all the human race, you know what I yeah. mean? But what makes me happy is having connections like this because it just goes to show how similar we all are. I love it. And we're so much more similar than we are. Different. The more that I can neutralize or equalize yes. whatever way you want to use our human experience to one another. That's what this podcast goal is. So that's what makes me happy. And that's why I know I'm in the right space, mm-hmm. but also just like, uh, that's like, it's so, it so ties into the first thing that comes to my state of mind in this segment and season of my life. It's been a long season. It's been like 10 years, but <laughs> music festivals, oh. concerts, like that is such, I, every single concert music festival show I've ever been to there is at least one moment in that experience because it's a collective group. It's mm-hmm. a collective group. So it's going to the movies. But to me, that doesn't hit the same because I understand why people love the movies. But like the human and collective mm. of a group of people enjoying the same yes. thing and experiencing joy and the same like core memories together yes. is so cool. And like. I think too, it's like not only it's like this collective mass build of happiness and, altogether. And, you can feel, and to you me, feel it's bubbling. Yeah. I, maybe it's because I'm empathetic. Maybe it's who knows why. I think it's it's a joyous experience people pay to go to because yes. they feel that same joy whether they're aware of it or not. Yes. But it's like there's that energy that like it, the intangible energy of like I can't even put my finger to how to describe it, but just the emotion and a feeling of being in a crowd of people that are all excited about the same thing. Yeah. Cause sporting events are like that too, yes. to be fair, to be fair. Yes. I love sporting events too. I love sports as a, uh, like a, a sports fan just yeah. going to sports, but I love being able to share that collective experience. Mm-hmm. So those are the things that just like, you can't experience by yourself. I mean, look at you're like lighting up just yes. talking about it. Yes. These the, are the things we should chase in life. Those are the things. I mean, we can't have it all the time. But those experiences but are what brings me the most happiness yes. is having one-on-one connection, but mm-hmm. then like a collective connection that's not verbal. What about, are there any little things? Of course. What are, what are some like little, little things? I'm like, how long do we have? <laughs> we have plenty of time. I want to hear those day. from you. I'm going to flip the tables yet oh. again because I did enough talking. I want to hear your okay, little things because I bet you we all... <laughs> But we share those. To know. <laughs> what does Shelby Harple Olson love and Harple find Olson. happiness? Harple Olson. Oh my God. I haven't legally changed my name yet. Sorry, I love you. Um, <laughs> sorry. I, yeah. So happiness, I know we, we were discussing this a little bit earlier, but I know that it's not like a constant state of mind. I don't think it's ever supposed to be. I think that's why it's like this quick little hit, you know, yeah. just a little, little, it doesn't last forever, but um, I try to relish in the moment that I am feeling happiness because I know it is fleeting. It's not that I'm like, you don't have to be depressed all the time. And then there's nothing wrong with depression too. I'm yeah, okay. The my, full spectrum. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a full spectrum of, of emotions, but I try to really just like in those moments where I'm like, wow, I'm feeling like immense happiness right now. Or just but like, you're aware of it. It doesn't even have to always be this. Like, I'm so happy. It can be like, I'm really content. I'm just like really content right now. I think like seeing a beautiful sunset, mm, sitting on our back patio, top tier. I love our backyard in Japan. It is, I can't, I, we live on base, but we are so lucky because we got this backyard that backs up to these like beautiful, I think they're like Japanese cedars or yeah. I don't even know. The, I'm not a botanist. Just some nice, big, beautiful, big trees. trees. Yeah. And the sun will hit them just right as they're, as it's setting and it hits the side of the trunk. Yeah. It's just, it's so I beautiful. I sit there with a glass of wine. 
Yeah. And I'm just like, this is gorgeous. Like yeah. I want that. I hope I can have a view like this for the rest of my life. I know I can't, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, coffee in the morning, that mm. first sip of coffee when I nestle up on the couch and, um, play Wordle. <laughs> But things like that, right? Uh, the feeling like that I get, it doesn't happen all the time when I'm running, but there will be the times where I just feel like the world's biggest badass. Yes. And that's the runner's high for well, me. Cause like, my, it, like, listen, perception is reality. You are the world's biggest oh, badass. I love you. <laughs> you make me feel so bad. Yes. But no, like, it's just like, wow. Like I feel like you, you, you get the runner's high. Like yeah. you get that, like the adrenaline and like, I literally get goosebumps and just little things like that that I try to hold on to. Yeah. yeah. What bring happiness for yeah. me. So, yeah. So the coffee, <laughs> the sunsets, I know the runner's so high. No, 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 no. It's, it, you, yes, yeah. quote unquote, those are things we quote unquote all enjoy. Yeah. But like you vividly painted the mm-hmm. picture of all those moments. Mm-hmm. So you're so aware and grateful in those moments. Yeah. And, and I think too, like, of course, now all these things are coming. Yes. My idea of happiness is definitely the concept in itself and the things that make me happy have changed over time because I used to, you know, I used to think run it back full circle, baby. (gasps) Yes. It's the development of our, that's why we hit on this, our ADHD Mm -hmm. brains, but it's literally like, yes, we are in a lifetime where we're constantly involving what makes Mm -hmm. us, what makes us happy Mm -hmm. as a top of the list. It's not like something ever falls off the list. Like that doesn't really bring me joy anymore. Mm To me, if something brought you joy, it still probably does. It just is lower on the tier. Yeah. Like, yeah. so things are constant. It's like a sliding pole update. I mean, I don't know. I used to go out to the, I used to go out to the bars until like 2 a.m. And I can't even <laughs> stay up until right. 9 p.m. But, but it's, but yes. it's that evolved because yes. your lifestyle evolved, not totally. because it didn't ever bring you joy. Oh, totally. So, yeah. yeah. It, it's, yeah, it's beautiful how like I used to, yeah, these, these moments become more and more pinpointable yeah. and like precise and, and so developing because they'll be different in five more years from now oh my gosh yeah. and just yeah like the feeling when you're with you know a friend or friends or people that you like know that you just don't have to entertain or like put on a show literally for. can just like shed any inauthenticity my like favorite just are friends yourself. that you go over to their house you sit on their couch you watch tv yes. maybe fall asleep and take a nap same literally <laughs> same friends that nap together <laughs> stay together yeah like watch some tiktoks together yes literally like, that yeah. just yeah. just just that easy breezy yes easy breezy like those are like oh that's happiness that's yeah. being content yes <sighs> i Big love breath. that i know i'm like Mm, at home if you're listening what makes you happy and just like oh i hope that you just can feel our excitement and our (laughs) you know joy through the mic and happiness yes i'm like sips tea Uh, i love that and i think that that's such a good takeaway is those things will forever be evolving our emotions will forever be evolving hopefully we're getting to know our emotions deeper Mm -hmm. as we evolve Mm-hmm. know what brings us joy know what's triggering us and why like yeah. know why we're procrastinating something dig deeper into those fears but also just be able to have that self-awareness of how we are the way we are yeah. like what has brought us to the, are the beliefs that we have like why do I not want to take a, a, an opposing perspective or play devil's advocate yes. like you know understanding just like you, your thoughts are no one's wrong and no one's right. Mm-hmm. That's what makes be- life beautiful. Like you and Sam, I believe, said in your first episode. 
Two truths can coexist at the same time. God, yes. I love that. Yes. That, I had never heard that before, honestly. <sighs> and like, I love when these concepts, and I'm like, wow, you have an aha moment. I truly was like, I <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to yell too loud on the mic, but I literally could yeah. scream because that's all I ever want mm-hmm. to have is because I love those feelings so much yeah. that I was like, this is not me going on my 70th rant of why I started a podcast, but I'm literally like, you're, Tell us more. you're literally speaking yeah. to the choir is yeah. like preaching to the choir is like, that's exactly what I want for people. And the fact that you're living, breathing proof mm-hmm. of that, even as someone who knows me so well, and we've mm-hmm. had so many conversations that's why this podcast needed to yeah. exist was because I'm so passionate about yeah. it is like not everybody has a friends like I do to be able to have these conversations yeah. with. And even you are my friend to have these conversations with. And you still had yeah. aha moments. Totally. Oh my God. I'm like, I, <sighs> because yeah, I just, I love it. Two truths yes. can coexist at the same time. It's like, just one takeaway and you no had it. No one's wrong. No, no one's, one's right. right. Sometimes we're just maybe on different paths or we're just someone's experiencing something different at their life and we're not and or we're just not there yet like no one's wrong everyone's time no two timelines are the same either Mm -hmm. and that's what I love too Mm -hmm. that goes without saying like we all have people in our lives who are in totally different spots Mm -hmm. but with that goes different experiences that have framed our opinions Mm -hmm. that have brought us to where we are so that's why you have people in your life who are very parallel. Mm-hmm. You have people in your life who are constantly challenging mm-hmm. you. Like that's the beauty of life. Oh my is, gosh, it is. Is being able to have all those different perspectives. So I think, uh, you know, you talked a lot about the why. And I think the most important, one of the most important things is like never stop asking why. Mm-hmm. Never stop asking to yourself, yourself why. Exactly. Yeah. Never ask, stop, ask your friends why. Exactly. Ask every, you know, I think that's like the most beautiful, one of the most beautiful words in the English language. Why? Yeah. Why? And that you ties know? me back to um, my last guest, Vernon, mm-hmm. was like, you know, our social nets, like mm-hmm. our social snowballs, like the more we interact with each other, the more we understand yes. and are fascinated by how we all are the way we are and mm-hmm. why, why we are all yeah. the way we are. So oh my gosh I you could get go it. on and on I'm like oh well let's delve into yeah because like we're the way we are because like when we were younger and all of our subconscious behavior and the things we picked up even in the womb <laughs> even in the womb I love that Don't get me started on I that. love it no obviously Shelby and I and most of my guests we could talk for 12 yeah. hours but we also have to make these digestible so yeah. you're welcome sorry we're cutting for your it editing off. that you have to do <laughs> we love it we love it um and so then now that we've covered this that and the other we get to ask our two (gasps) questions so first things first shelby Mm. what do you think your superpower is you know what's interesting is (laughs) it's so funny that my initial like reaction to this question is like i don't want to sound just like how we started off this episode (laughs) was like i don't want to answer the question wrong no but this is the time for yeah, you to be yeah, conceited. Yeah. It was implied. Like, and conceited is a mindset where I think knowing your superpower is the most beautiful thing about someone is why do now people I'm come like, to you? I'm like, which one do I pick? I just, <laughs> there's just so many. My top 1% <laughs> is endless. Oh my gosh, my superpower. What do people come to Shelby for? I, I think my superpower is being relatable. I love that. I hope that I would, I think... Oh, gosh, that just gives me such all the good feels when yes. I can talk with someone and it's relatable and we find common ground. Um, and I really hope that I can like give people that emotion, yes. you know, just it's comforting. It's co- I hope. Yeah. Along with you, my super- comfort. Yes. And I feel like the phrase someone's a chameleon gets a bad rep because people are like, oh, if they're a chameleon, they can just like oh, no, never I'm they're never baby. themselves. Say, I resonate come so on, much on, with being on, a chameleon. Come on, 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 come on,
you're welcome. I Thank just you. relieved you of that duty. But truly, like some people will think of that as a mindset of like, oh, they just are never themselves because there's someone different with everyone they're with. Mm-hmm. That's not to me what no, being a chameleon me means. Being a chameleon is being someone that can adapt and be emotionally yes. intelligent and relate to any creature, to energy, human on this planet. Yes. yes. And I, I really like, yeah, if anybody, even when they, if they enter my home, if you yeah. ever come to Japan, um, <laughs> but really even entering my home, having a first conversation with me, delving into our friendship together, whatever it may be, a stranger on the street, like I hope that they not only find me relatable, but even deeper than that comfort in me yes. comfort in being around me oh. that is like the greatest gift I could ever provide somebody because I know how good that feels to just be yeah. comforted comfortable yeah being themselves being people themselves. can be themselves around yes, you that's I, your superpower I love that yes yes I love thank that you. answer thank you and I can definitely as your friend I mean I'm like <laughs> hope I can speak for everyone who's ever met you that you, that's definitely true so thank you and then last but not least, Shelves, what do you like to do to stay grounded? What do I like to do to stay I forgot to think about this one. <laughs> <sighs> no wrong answer. I think my favorite thing to do to stay grounded is definitely running or just working out. Yeah. Um, movement. Movement. It it just, it for me, it brings clarity and I think it's a way of handling anxiety. It makes me feel accomplished, yeah. truly accomplished. Like even if I did nothing that day, I worked out that day and I feel so good. And it's like, okay, we're good. Yeah. Running definitely makes me feel very grounded. I love that. Yeah. Such a good, and like you've so leaned part of evolving into your mm-hmm. life. In your mm-hmm. life, you've evolutionarily gotten more and more focused on that yep. as bringing you peace and happiness and yeah. grounding sensation. And I love and, the yeah. literal aspect of it. Yeah. Of like and that's the reason the I've loved, yeah, pounding the pavement. I've loved, it's been such a pivotal thing for me in my life. I never, I have to tell people all the time, I never thought I'd like running. And now to be a running coach yes. and helping other people discover that journey because I just know how great it's been for me and detrimental in my life. And I would love to be able to help others just uncover that gift that's already there. Yes. And how cool is that, that you've lived through that experience Mm -hmm. of proof of that succeeded for you Mm -hmm. and it brought you all this joy that you just want to share it with other people. Yeah, I really, really do. That's so You need a running coach. (laughs) You need a running coach. Holla. Call me. Ring, ring, ring (laughs) on the international teddy. Thank you. Oh my gosh. I love you. I love you. Thank you for sharing what brings you happiness, dissecting this, that, and the other into deep realms. I'm so grateful for our friendship and I'm so grateful you could be here while you're in Arizona. So thank you for being on. Thank you so much. Love you. Appreciate you. you. Love you. Thanks for listening to this episode of You're Grounded. Make sure to share this episode if it resonated with you and rate this podcast on whatever streaming platform you like to listen from. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. All social platforms are titled Your Grounded Pod. Until next time, stay grounded.